When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Texas singer-songwriter Taylor Ray is set to release her debut record, Mad 20s, on October 1st. She says the album is a concept record of sorts, with the songs basically telling stories of her life as a musician over the last seven or eight years. Her musical flavors cover blues, jazz, and folk. Taylor joins me on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about her songwriting and her upcoming record. Hi, Taylor. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us today. Looking forward to learning more about you and your music. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, this is exciting. This is my first podcast interview, actually. Wow. Well, I'm honored then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. me too. <laughs> awesome. Um, so you are, uh, when I called you, um, California came up. Are you in California or Texas? Because I know you were in one place and then moved to the other. Yep. I am in Austin, Texas okay. right now. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's a uh, temporary home or is that your new uh, yeah, this is this is my permanent residence. Um, yeah, I have I have an apartment in Austin, and this is where I technically live. Although I do travel a lot, yeah, uh, I've been here for about two and a half years. It'll uh, be three years in December. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. So, grew up. What part of California did you grow up in? I grew up in the Santa Cruz County um, in Ben Lomond, the little mountain town in the yeah. redwoods. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and yep love that place i go back a lot did you grow up with music in your home how did how did you get exposed to it what what got you moving in that direction you know nobody in my family was a musician my parents had Hmm. great taste in music but um yeah nobody was a musician so it was kind of funny, but when I was two, I just decided I was going to be a singer. It really? wasn't really That's like cool. an active choice. It was just like, I am a singer. 
this is what I'm going to do with my life. Yeah. So I kind of just <laughs> went with it. Okay. Still here, so. <laughs> so when did, because uh, you play too, right? You play guitar? I play guitar. Yeah. yeah. So when did that come along? Um, when I started, so I was in vocal lessons, you know, from an early age, uh, started on piano too. And then when I started writing songs when I was 10, I, I needed another instrument that I could, you know, move around with. Mm -hmm. And my parents, because I never practiced piano, they were like, we're not going to pay for guitar lessons. So (laughs) you can just teach yourself. And I was like, okay. And I was super motivated to do that. So I think at age 12 is when I started teaching myself guitar. Yeah. So I've never had lessons. Um, although I would love to have lessons even now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Always more to learn. Right. Yeah. So when did the songwriting get serious? When, when, at what point in your life did you realize, Hey, maybe I can do something with this. I think probably like 15 or 16 years old. Hmm, Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of cool when I was in high school, even my, my counselor, my high school counselor, when we were talking about colleges and like applying, she was so cool. She was like, you know what, you're just going to do music. So like, don't even worry about taking the SAT. (laughs) (laughs) You're fine. Like you don't, you don't need a plan B. Like you're going to go to music school. It's going to be great. So it's, it's always just been my path. Uh And I think everyone has seen that and supported that. So I've been extremely lucky in that sense. Yeah. When did it switch over and become real, serious, professional? Probably, yeah. When I graduated music school, um, I yeah, I decided I just didn't want a, a job on the side, a day job. So I just figured out how to make a living playing gigs. And that's when I moved back to Santa Cruz from L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, yeah, in the, the Santa Cruz, Monterey County area, there's tons of opportunities, um, to play like corporate gigs. It's obviously a big tourist destination. There's like the wedding industry is huge there. So I was able to link up with a local booking agent oh, cool. and just play like all of the wineries, all the hotels, like tons of weddings, corporate gigs. And, you know, I was playing like five or six times a week and that was just my full-time job. Yeah. So I've wow. been doing that for seven years now. Okay. How did you navigate yeah. the pandemic with this being your full-time gig? Oh, it was very hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for for was, many, uh, many people. Yeah. So many people. Yeah. Worst, yeah. Worst case scenario for sure for working musicians. Um, it was brutal. Honestly, I don't know how to, how to sugarcoat that. Yeah. It was hard for a really long time. Um, and, and being self-employed for that long, you know, like it was very difficult to get like, financial assistance and there's so many hoops to jump through um but you know i had a lot of amazing people supporting me through it and yeah there was so much compassion going around for the music industry and so you know it, it, it ended up working out so you're you're able to be back out and play Yep, I've been playing. I actually just got back from a two-month trip in California. I think I did 18 gigs in July. Wow. So I was like making up for lost time. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And now I'm just pretty much nose to the grindstone on working on getting this record out um, in about six weeks. So that's kind of taking my time right now, which is awesome. Yeah. So the new record is... um, you said there was some other things. We talked a little bit um, off the call, but this is kind of considered your debut record, right? 
Yes, this is considered the debut record. Yeah, called Mad 20s? Mad 20s, yep. It's the full-length 12 songs. Um, yeah, definitely my biggest project to date. I think really I read good. where you considered this a um, a concept record. Yeah, it is. It's definitely... So the oldest song on the record, I think I wrote when I was 19, and I'm 27 now. So it kind of takes hmm. you through the entire journeys of my 20s up until this point, and uh, that's where the album title came from, too. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, so in that way, it's a concept record. You know, it's it has multiple different subjects. It's mm -hmm. not just about one thing. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. It, it explores a lot of different topics. <laughs> <laughs> did you um, did you visualize a progression of these songs? Like, when did the concept of this probably being a, a collage of your last ten years come mm -hmm. into view? It's funny, actually. When I was twenty-one, I wrote a song called "Liquify," and the first. The first line in the song is in our mad 20s now. Hmm. And that song is kind of just about being at rock bottom and like not understanding the world and kind of going through that frustration in your early 20s where you're like, oh, this is a lot harder than anyone told me it would be. <laughs> um, oh, wait, and... just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, so at that moment, I was like, I think I'm going to do a record one day called Mad 20s. And so it's just always kind of been in uh -huh. my head. Okay. And, um, yeah, waited for the right time to strike. And this was definitely it. It presented itself at exactly the right time mm -hmm. during during the pandemic when I had a lot of time to put things together. It all fell into place, honestly. Do you have a style, formula, format that you follow when it's time to write? Tell me a little bit about your songwriting process. Yeah, no, there's absolutely no format. Yeah. <laughs> I just, um, that it's been kind of difficult to pinpoint me since I started doing music, even in high school. Mm -hmm. It never really falls into one category. So I, I like it that way, though, because it allows me to take the song wherever it needs to go, wherever it's like meant to go. So yeah, it's different every time. Sometimes, like, a lyric will strike me. Sometimes I'm playing a chord progression for two months, and then finally a melody comes. Like, it's it's all just very much in the flow. Mm -hmm. I never try and force it. Yeah, for, like, forcing songwriting for me is a disaster. <laughs> um, never end up liking what I come up with. So, you know, even if it takes, like, six months, I'm happy to just be patient with whatever the process is for that particular yeah. song. Okay. Yeah. What do you find are some of your most uh, frequent influences? Mm. Probably listening to other people's music. Mm. Yeah, I listen to a very wide variety of styles and genres. And I think, um, yeah, that allows for me to kind of take a little bit from each, each one. I love listening to a lot of music, a lot of new music. Um, I'm also super into the sixties and seventies genres mm. from like folk singer songwriter yeah. to like rock and roll. Um, and you can hear a lot of those influences in this record. Yeah. I think everyone that's listened to it so far has commented on the, 
on the kind of vintage vibe. My mix engineer also did a great job at bringing that element into mm. like the album sonically. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would say influences are other music, songwriting, also reading. I love to read books and words and vocabulary inspire me all the time. Mm. I, I'll just like write down words that I like. I'm like, I want to put this in a song. Someday. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to the interview. I watched the video for um, Fixer Upper, and oh, cool. um, the the music, the the mix, I, I guess is the uh, the mm-hmm. right terminology here. But the um, I, I loved the subtle keys that that mm. organ vibe gives it that mm-hmm. kind of seventies kind of folky, almost um, Fleetwood totally. Mac vibe. Um, yes, which was really totally. cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen to anything else. Is that kind of your theme uh, or is it just that particular song? That's actually, that's the only song on the record that's really in that vein. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, the rest of it, I mean, honestly, each song to me sounds so different, mm-hmm. but it goes from kind of like the opening track is kind of ambient, psychedelic, okay. uh, yeah, kind of. Not super upbeat, but just kind of a storytelling song. And then the second song is Home on the Road, which is just like straight country blues. Okay. Um, And then it ranges everywhere from like, there's a track on the record that was super inspired by Led Zeppelin. So it's like a full just rock (laughs) rock song Okay. where I'm doing these like screaming Robert Plant vocals at the end. Um, And then there's some jazz on there too. I love jazz. I love yeah incorporating jazz elements into my music so it's pretty dynamic (laughs) do you have a favorite genre that you like to hang out in i love blues yeah where did that come from oh man i think i started really getting into blues when i went to music school um Mm. in la when i was 18 i formed like a nine-piece rock like southern rock blues band and just like that the jamming for hours and hours and hours on blues progressions it just never gets old it's hmm. so yeah That's it's cool. just so feel good yeah. yeah dating all the way back to like artists like Sunhouse, you know it's just been a genre that's maintained its roots for like hundreds of years it feels like mm-hmm. which is really cool yeah um yeah i was very inspired by Derek trucks you know, mm-hmm. Susan Tedeschi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love Bonnie Raitt. You know, just those kind of, yeah. Where they're, they're free to explore is, is blues music. Yeah. Do you yeah. play out mostly solo or do you get to take your band with you? Um, mostly solo. I do have a band. We're just very spread out right now. Mm-hmm. And so 
we actually just got together to play a show in June in Santa Cruz. And that was the first time I played with a band in like a year and a half since before the pandemic. So that was incredibly fun. Um, yeah. And they're going to be there for my album release party. Um, and yeah, hopefully if, if all goes well, they'll be getting calls if I ever get put on a tour, you know, I, I want to go out on the road with the band for sure. But as of now, I, I do mostly solo. So it sounds like it's mostly um, regional. You haven't had a chance to get way out on the road with no, it yet? Yeah. Not yet, no. Yeah. Is, but that's your intention? Are you actively planning that or just kind of waiting on things to drop into place? Yeah, that's definitely the goal. Like, that's what I want the most. Like, in this career, I love being on the road. Um. So that's that's the end goal for me, for sure. I just, you know, I want to wait for the album to come out. And then once I have that, um, doing some showcases in Nashville, you know, mm -hmm. talking with some booking agencies. Yeah. yeah, booking agency is more important to me than like a label at this point. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's that's definitely the goal for me. I don't really care about being like rich or famous or anything. I just would love to play music every night with yeah. a band wherever yeah. you yeah. know in different cities so yeah yeah that's cool yeah. um are, are you with a label now or was it self-released it's self-released okay yep independent yeah yeah which anymore actually is probably a better path you know the, mm -hmm. the industry mm -hmm. is so kind of messed up it, it just yeah. it's, it's 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 hard yeah. to kind of nail it down anywhere anymore at least you've got control over what you do that's the most important thing to me like i really don't want to give up creative control um and again like it's i'm really not in it for for the money and i feel like a lot of labels like that's kind of their goal it's like how can we make money off this artist sure and of course. yeah for me it's just yeah yeah that's what they do right um but yeah that's just not what it's about for me so i need to like stick true to who i am as an artist and like you know the way i write songs might be like unconventional but i don't want to have to change that for anyone or any company or corporation or label right. you know yeah so do you have a particular venue that you would like to do mostly? Is there a favorite place, type of place you like to play? I think my like dream venue is a really small, like intimate outdoor theater. Like mm. when I visualize me in the future playing my music, uh, that's what I see. Like I never see like... Uh, auditorium or you mm, know yeah. um, a big like a big amphitheater or anything like that because my songs are really personal mm -hmm. and yeah even playing like i was saying before these like and stuff that is it's background music i call it sonic wallpaper huh, okay. um you know and so i don't really play a lot of originals for those type of gigs because i feel like my songs are my children and I want <laughs> to give them like the respect they deserve. So yeah. Yeah. Playing with a band, um, in a, in a small venue, would be, I, I'm not like, you know, I do love playing bars. There's something really fun about that too, mm -hmm. but I think, yeah, for, for the end goal, it would be more like the venues that 
Nora Jones plays or like yeah, Cheryl Crow, sure. you know, like, yeah. yeah, that's, that's the goal. So if somebody said, look, we're going to, we're going to fund your next record, but we want you to settle into one particular genre only, but you get to pick, mm-hmm. what would you do? <laughs> that's a hard question. I think, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I might be open to pulling pulling from my original songs that, like, if I could come up with 10 songs that are in the same genre, uh-huh. you know, I would be open to doing that for sure. But again, like, I I can't force anything. Yeah. So I, I'm never going to put something out that I don't feel that I can't stand behind. Sure. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so you, you wouldn't allow somebody to um, encourage you to play all blues for this record or all no. pop or now you, you like that um, potpourri of yeah, different. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. And my favorite artists, like the records they put out are so dynamic too. Uh-huh. And I think that's, that's just really cool to me. It's important. And I think that it will always be cohesive in a way because it's all me, you mm-hmm. know, sure, like, of course. Yeah. I've, yeah. So, you know, my tone behind everything the way I use words, like that's what keeps it consistent. Yeah. yeah. More so than like, you know, what instruments we use or like what progressions we're playing. Yeah. More so than that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What's in the future? Where do you where do you see yourself? Six months, the next year, five years. Do you look that far ahead? Yeah, totally. Um, hopefully, this time next year, I'm on the road. I'm kind of just like calling that in, uh-huh. manifesting that yeah. as a reality. Okay. I really think I have a good feeling about it. I, I'm super, super behind this record. I'm so proud of it, and I think it will be well received. Um, and it will be so fun to play live. It's just one of those records you hear. You're like, oh, I would want to see this live for sure. Yeah. So that's kind of in the next year to five years Mm -hmm. if i could be on the road for the next 15 even like if or 10 if i could be on the road till i was 40 45 that would be cool and then i always (laughs) think at that point maybe it would be really cool to go back to school and get a degree and maybe transition into doing music therapy because that's always been really interesting to me as well yeah yeah that's cool yeah yeah are you constantly writing? Like, do you have the next project on the horizon? I do, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're already, like, in pre-production for the next EP. It's going to be, like, a four-song EP um, in a darker vein. It's kind of everything that came out of last year. Uh-huh, okay. So, um, yeah, that's, yeah. that's going to be a fun one. That's cool. <laughs> so, if people want to check this out check out the new video that's uh that's out uh i think you uh, this record comes out october 1st officially okay uh, yep. they want to check that out get a copy of that or just just catch up with you what's the best way to do all of that uh definitely through my website uh which is taylorraymusic.com super easy i have a contact page on there and that just goes straight to my email so um, I love chatting with people on there. My, all my videos are up. There's pre-order links to my album and like the vinyl that will be coming out next year. Oh, you can cool. pre-order. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be starting to ship this stuff uh, as soon as the record's out. Awesome. Good. Yeah. Well, thank you, Taylor. It's been fun. Um, I, I oh like, my gosh, yeah. I like your energy and I like where you're headed with your music and I really wish you well with it. Thank you so much. This was so awesome. Really appreciate you taking the time. 
Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.